When I get back from a trip, as I did this last weekend after a week among polar bears and arctic foxes in Churchill, Manitoba, my to-do list swells, and if I'm very lucky, I'll get a solid case of jet lag for the days that come in the wake of my return, which gives me a few extra hours in the morning to chip away at it all. Editing photographs, printing the best of that work, cleaning the gear and putting it away, and buying replacements for anything that broke, and a million other details to fit in between the loads of laundry and replying to that pile of email that has built up in my absence. Most of us have some level of constant daily stuff to contend with, tasks that always seem to renew themselves on the to-do list or the calendar. It's like the moment we check them off the list and turn our backs, they just uncheck themselves. Reminds me of this great scene in the 2004 Pixar movie, The Incredibles, in which Mr. Incredible says, No matter how many times you save the world, it always manages to get back in jeopardy again. Sometimes I just want it to stay saved, you know, just for a little bit. It's like he's reading my mail. If these smaller details, the trivial little tasks that take up so much of my attention and time, if they would just stay ticked on that endless list, well, maybe it wouldn't seem so, well, endless. So that's the immediate context for this discussion, that and the last episode in which we discussed the need for time and space to do our best work. Because here's the problem, those little details that I'm staring down right now, they're not my real work. They are pieces, little fragments, and without them my deeper work doesn't get done, so it's not like I can just toss them all aside. Don't sweat the small stuff, they say. And yet, they also say God is in the details. So which is it? I might not be sweating the small stuff, but if I don't attend to it, at some point, my deeper work won't even be possible. And I can't possibly be the only one who wrestles with this stuff and lies awake at night thinking about how to juggle what often feels like way too many balls. So what's this got to do with you and your own creative work? I'm David Dushman, and this is episode 76 of A Beautiful Anarchy. Let's talk about it. There is a principle among those who think about such things called the Pareto Principle. It's named after the late 19th century Italian economist Vilfredo Pareto, who noted that 80% of the peas in his garden came from only 20% of his plants. Later, he published a book exploring the principle in broader economic terms, observing that 80% of the land in Italy was only owned by 20% of the population. So broadly speaking, this principle, also known as the 80-20 rule, states that 20% of our efforts are responsible for 80% of our results. This means that 80% of our time is spent doing things that just don't move the needle very much. The small stuff. Now, I've given a lot of thought to the Pareto Principle over the years. I first read about it in Tim Ferriss' book, The 4-Hour Workweek, and I was struck by what, at first, felt like a call to become much more efficient, to chip away at the wasteful 80%, and get more directly to the good stuff. But at least in terms of creative work, It seems to me that the 20% effort that results in the best of what I make, that is the deep work, 
It's the slow, hot burn of work done with time and focus. And I don't think I could go all in on that for more than 20% of my time, even if I had the time to do so. Furthermore, what if that remaining 80% of my time and daily efforts, far from being necessarily wasteful and in need of adjusting or trimming, what if that's just real life? The details and the emails, the errands, the research, planning, or whatever version of this kind of stuff your own work entails, what if this is the space I was talking about in the last episode What if the point of the Pareto Principle is to give ourselves both permission not to stress out when much of our time feels like we're not moving the needle on the big stuff, and the freedom to really focus on that stuff totally undistracted when that 20% time comes around? I wonder if Pareto is saying, at least in the context of our creative work, that what is important is not changing the ratio of work to results, not freaking out that the small stuff is taking so much of our day, but being jealous about protecting that critical 20% and not letting it get diluted with our inattention when it's time to focus and do the deep work. This 80-20 rule, applied to the way I think about my own work, reminds me to put the big, important rocks in first, even if there are fewer of them. And when I look at my average workday, so long as I've been intentional about things, it almost always averages out to about eight hours of tending to the small stuff, and only really two hours doing the deep stuff and moving the needle It's rare that I really have more bandwidth, either emotionally or mentally, to clock much more than that. If anything, perhaps Pareto is telling me that my desire for these big 80% margins is healthy. The questions that Pareto prompts me to ask are these. Am I guarding the 20% and making it the priority over the 80%? The small stuff needs to get done, but it doesn't, as I've said before, it doesn't move the needle. It's not the legacy stuff. But the 20% is, and it's got to have its space, time, and focus. The remaining 80% filled with trivialities and necessary but not very sexy work, or even just sitting around doing nothing, having a nap, or reading a book, these are not the problem. It's when the 80% begins to displace the 20% and when that all-important 20% gets diluted. That is when my work suffers. So checking in with Pareto now and then, looking at what comprises my own particular 80-20 mix allows me to breathe a little more freely when things don't feel balanced or when I feel like I'm doing way more small stuff than deep stuff. Pareto gives me permission not to seek what normally might look like balance, or if it is balance, it's the kind achieved when you weigh fewer things on one side, but they're, they're heavier, they're weightier, and more important than the many smaller things on the other side. So when weighed, 20 gold coins might balance out against 80 coins made from copper on the other side, but the value on the one side wouldn't be remotely the same as the value on the other. And I think that's what I'm getting at here. I think balance in the creative life looks different than we sometimes expect. Though in truth, I don't think it lends itself well to be measured at all with any metrics. 
Pareto keeps me honest, too. I, I know I said this wasn't about efficiency, but I think it's fair to look at what we're doing every now and then and to peer into the 20%, the efforts that Pareto suggests should be leading to 80% of our results, and to ask if we couldn't maybe do more of the stuff that's creating the greatest gains, whether those gains are in productivity, financial rewards, or emotionally. If 20% of what I do accounts for 80% of my happiness, my meaning, or satisfaction, perhaps it's time to shed some of that which isn't helping and pursue more of that which is. In some cases, you might be able to abandon some of that 80% in order to focus on the 20. We get that kind of freedom when it's clear our work in one area just isn't accomplishing what we thought. There's probably plenty of room for all of us to trim the fat and get closer and closer to doing more of what we love, creating stronger work in the time we have, or feeling less guilty about the hours in our day during which we and the muse are doing different things. All of this does feel pretty metaphorical to me. I don't think there is much in the creative life that is so tangible that it can be cleanly parsed into tidy percentages. But perhaps, at least in our context, our friend Vilfredo is giving us the gift of permission and perspective. Or that's how I see it. Even now, staring down at a massive to-do list, only 20% of it seems meaningful. And I feel like a, a real creative person, a real artist, wouldn't get so beset by the small stuff. Pareto reminds me, I'm not alone and neither are you in the daily effort with the time we have to make something beautiful. <laughs>